Welcome, everyone, to another episode of the Legion 99 podcast, your source for the latest tactics, news, battle reports, hobby talk, and general Legion chatter. All right, we're back, everybody, with another episode of Legion 99. Uh, I'm Nick. I'm here with uh, just Mike this week. Um, uh, everybody's real busy. We uh, <laughs> we did find a few hours to cast this weekend. Um, Mike's been wildly busy the last few weeks. I haven't even really talked to him until now. Um, I haven't talked to anybody for like the last three weeks. <laughs> Something about government work. <laughs> yeah, it turns out being stuck on a jury for a month is fun. Yeah. Um, and I, Which is why my voice is shot. I've been in, in a room with just... 12 other people for the last four days talking fun 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 sounds so much fun no i'm just kidding uh we like i would say that like not a lot you haven't missed a lot but like you actually have because we've gotten uh some preview articles yeah i actually had to do some homework before this episode right. so that I didn't sound like an idiot talking about the new stuff yeah a couple of days ago <laughs> mike was like what have i missed <laughs> <laughs> and then i found this article and everyone was like that came out two days ago i was like oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, lots of uh lots of we got a couple articles. Uh thanks to uh the great uh Atomic Mass Games and LJ Pena. LJ uh actually wrote these articles, which was great. Um that we are finally able to get some articles and like it was great that somebody who knows the game was actually writing the articles. <laughs> the old FFG yeah, articles I like were the... always uh, a lot of fun. <laughs> I like the quick hit little uh like they show the painted minis at the top, a yeah. little bit of fluff about what their lore is, yeah. and then they talk about the the units. Yeah, but uh, it's nice and short. It's easy to grab on a lunch break. So, like last Tuesday, uh, it'll be almost two weeks ago by the time you listen to this. Uh, so we'll probably actually get another one this week, which I can't wait. But we got yeah. The, if we're gonna drop this on Monday, it'll probably come out the same day. Uh, I mean, it. I, I bet it's Tuesday. I bet they stick to that Tuesday, which is fine. Has me. it has it been on a Tuesday? Yeah, they both dropped on Tuesday. Oh. Um. They so the first article we got was for the uh the Pikes, the Pike Syndicate. Um the or I'm sorry, no, we got the Black Sun Enforcers. I apologize. Same thing, right? Same thing. Um Yeah, they're mercenaries. Yeah. So we got some info and some some big spoilers on the uh, Black Sun Enforcers and what's uh coming out with them. So uh we did get the whole unit card. Nothing was like blurry, no like having to zoom enhance here. Uh you get forty eight you forty eight points. Um they have Dauntless built in, which is real good. Um, independent yeah. aim one. So like we already seen, I think we'd already seen the Pike card before because we saw the independent keyword before. But they have yeah, independent we saw there they have the independent dodge. Right? Yeah, and these guys have independent aim one. Um, and because it says aim one, this is a this is a keyword that stacks that is like set up to stack, which is really cool. Um, I don't know. I don't know about giving like a lot of units an ability to like get multiple independence, but we'll see. Uh, through upgrades at least oh, we're, we're gonna we're gonna talk about that don't worry yeah uh they also <laughs> have precise one so they're like uh kind of like stormtroopers there except they have a lot more stuff going on and then they have that self-preservation keyword so when checking whether you panic you cannot use the courage value of units that are not the same affiliation as you um so that's not that kind of like limits them with one courage to what they can do just like out of the box like this unit here no upgrades right and that means that um they can only check their courage from that, I guess, the capo, right? Uh, yeah, Which essentially. We don't have the card for well, yet. yeah, essentially, yeah. Assuming, I mean, I imagine in the future we'll probably get more things that are affiliated with them. Like we might get That's like fair. some name Black Sun characters one day. Like, I mean, they've re like in the old canon, 
Prince Caesar was a uh, one of these guys. He was a black son, and he was like a big big deal. And like they've recanonized so much of that old stuff. So like I imagine it's only a matter of time before he shows his face again. Um, but and then yeah, we're talking the affiliation itself. That's the logo that's in the top Correct. left hand corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So, right. Yeah. So that's the actual like yes. affiliation. So whereas the Pikes are affiliate are, are no the affiliation is um. Yeah, is that yeah the black sun symbol? I'm sorry, not the fact. Right, it's got the it's it's like yeah. a sun with a little yeah. like saber at the top. Yeah, they have to have that on their card. I would assume. Okay. Uh, we don't have the rules yet, so we don't know for sure. But it seems pretty clear, and that's what they've said like through the streams and stuff like that, and in the articles. Um, and these guys can only be taken by Empire and uh, CIS. So bad guys. These are bad guys. The black sun specifically were like traitors of people. <laughs> so that's <laughs> that probably tend, not something that the, the rebels or the republic would have appreciated uh <laughs> well maybe the republic i mean it was basically an entire army of like people oh, that man. were traded yeah well i guess <laughs> um <laughs> not gonna dive down that rabbit yeah. hole today but the uh the the actual like nitty-gritty of this unit they uh they're one health obviously you know standard core stuff they are four to a unit they're a trooper they roll red defense die so uh mirroring like imperials a little bit in their corpse that they get the red save um two speed one courage like we talked about um they were they have a pistol range one to two a black and a white die uh which is pretty good that's a real high that's like a real high ceiling um they don't surge so it's basically like statistically it's like ex- it's almost exactly the same as a fleet trooper but it, you have a better yeah. chance of getting like one than two um, yeah, you're higher. Yeah. Your your floor is a little higher. Your, yeah, exactly. But you're you're yeah. And then, but in close quarters, they get a red die. <laughs> these guys punch real hard. Um, so what you what you might be saying is these guys are gonna get up into your face. Yeah, I would think so. Um, and then they have the standard heavy personnel uh, gear and grenade upgrades that you see on these like you know normally guys filling this role. So, but uh. Yeah, I mean, they're exciting on just the card here. There's a lot of really, like, Dauntless is an excellent keyword for a unit that has red saves because they're going to survive a shot or two. And, like, if they are yep. suppressed and they activate at that one suppress, that one, with that one suppression, they can get a move and move into range two and shoot. That's really good. Um, yeah, and as we're going to talk about, they have a, a couple heavy weapons and, oh, like, yeah. one of them is Pierce. Uh, yeah. So if they do get to do that move shot, like, they're going to kill something. Oh, yeah, 100%. Um, and then that, like that, the first, we'll just get right into it. Then the first heavy is the scattergun enforcer, um, two red dice range one to two pierce one This is a shotgun, like the fleet shotgun. It's like exactly the same different. I say it's identical, yeah. right? In terms of yeah. it's, uh, it's different cost range and dice, but, uh, yep. Um, so adding two red to that dice pool is, uh, really good. You're, if the whole unit gets in there with four guys in the scattergun, that's, uh, four black, four white and two red. You're going to, you're going to hurt something real bad. And you have an aim and precise one. Uh, guys are pretty now good. it is, it's kind of pricey at 76 yeah. points, you know, cause we're not, yeah. that's just the, the four man plus the heavy weapon, no other upgrades. Mm-hmm. So it's a range two gun. So it's probably going to get shot at least once on the way yep. in. So you'd, definitely want to make sure that you have some some other options with it yeah unless you're transporting it in like a a close transport um actually these guys could be interesting in the snail tank that's an open transport so they still get shot it is that doesn't really help but it moves so quickly uh, yeah (laughs) it's space is so big (laughs) um and then it's second option for heavies uh is (laughs) really interesting is a magdet enforcer this guy's like hucking a grenade um in the art um uh so range one three black dice that's pretty solid um 
blast because it's a grenade, so it has blast and impact three. <laughs> uh, there's no. This would have been like the ultimate bus killer if the buses yeah. were still the thing to do. I mean, yeah, yeah, you don't see a lot of them anymore, unfortunately. Uh, it's a, like you said though, it's a snail killer. <laughs> It is a snail killer, and it's only 62 points at this point uh, yeah. for the heavy plus the unit. Uh, impact three, but uh, if you have 14 points, um, the unit doesn't surge. So adding three black to a black-white only pool is, uh, it's 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 definitely it's definitely good because it's, they still blast. So they're going to get through cover, but like that pool is going to be really inconsistent. Um, yeah, you're going to really need to take advantage of that precise and independent aim. Yeah. I definitely am looking at the scatter going real hard though on this unit because they're not going to have they're going to be able to yeah. get to range two, one way or the other. I think, um, especially if you slap one of these personnel on there, like uh, talk about the Vigo, yeah, because that's the exciting one. Um, Black Sun Vigo, uh, so they're getting their like little uh, commander in the unit, uh, right right with them in the box, which is awesome. Um, this guy's got like a big giant horn. He looks like a rhinoceros. I love him. he's kind of just ramming through the lines (laughs) um add one black sun vigo mini uh their courage is increased by one and they gain independent surge one so there's their there's their problem with surging is now like uh, i don't want to say it's gone it's not gone but um get you know a unit that we saw we see how good b2s with the t-series are they now that they have that surge for either defense or offense um that and that's 18 points so now this unit is getting pricey but i think that yeah it's 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 80 points with the mag debt and 94 with the scattergun at this point yeah but which now that you've got courage to pierce and a surge yeah it seems a little better uh yeah it's now yeah it's now real real strong uh it's like yeah 94 is a lot but it's six wounds two courage and it's got like a nasty dice pool range too uh, with that and I'm just I'm just reading how independent is worded and we don't have it in the ROG yet right no but just based on the reminder text that it has here it does look like surge and aim would both trigger yeah I think so because um, it just says at the start of the activation phase if you do this not guy have wouldn't be worth DX. this guy wouldn't be worth those points if you had to lose I think if you had to lose both of those or you had to pick right? one like I mean like I mean don't get me wrong Putting an extra courage on these guys seems important <laughs> um, because they can't use like if you're running them alongside Darth Vader, they can't use that infinite courage anymore. <laughs> um, right. But I think that you definitely like you probably need to consider this guy um, right now. Uh, I assume that they're going to there's going to be a black sun Vigo that you can take as a commander, um, but we don't we haven't seen that card yet. I assume that because we've seen the capo for the Pike Syndicate a while right. ago. Yeah, they spoiled that a lot. And I'm not exactly up on my like Italian mob infrastructure, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure a Vigo and a Capo are just two different ranks anyway. Uh yeah. Um I'm the Polish Cirillo, not the Italian. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, I mean that's all that's all really interesting. Um Yeah, I, and then and the... I want to quick mention for the for the Vigo, I do think there's gonna be some play to just uh Vigo Black Suns without the heavy weapon because yeah. it's just 66 points it's still 10 dice at range two it's courage two and you might even consider like throwing a frag grenade on at that point get that surge crit at range one and range just one. Mm-hmm. you know um you're throwing a red die for yeah. everything range one and in and then the regular surge black sun enforcer personnel uh it's it's a regular mini it's 11 points he does gain cash dodge one cash is a new keyword um <laughs> this is a cool keyword it is and we're actually getting um prepared supplies as well and prepared supplies is a 
is a gear upgrade that is five points and it gives you uh cash dodge one uh cash dodge one says during setup place one dodge token on this card you can spend tokens on this card um so i mean that seems like pretty good for uh a unit to be able to have a dodge in its back pocket whenever it wants to use it <laughs> uh, it does i i think i'm not a, i'm not 100 percent sure that the blackstone enforcer is going to get too much play because it's 11 points where you can just play prepared supplies for five and get the same effect yeah um i think that actually giving it that courage too especially with dauntless just seems massive yeah Yeah, if you're not panicking until four like dauntless gets real good but like i mean the prepared supplies card that's a that's real interesting on a lot of units that already exist like uh specifically like commander luke skywalker has a gear slot uh i'm i'm probably almost certainly taking that over emergency stims um i think so uh, giving him like you know essentially it's like force reflexes that you can't get back but it doesn't take up your force right. slot um which is the important ones there uh i i think it'll be mandos a take on sabine um but i'm not sure it outdoes shield and combat whip yeah i think it really depends on what your what else like yeah, yeah how important is the combat shield to you like combat shield is really good if you have recovers available that are free like if you're right. taking her two pip or you're running her like alongside cassian and he can give her a free recover um, but yeah, I would definitely consider it over the combat shield on occasion because having that dodge in your back pocket, if you're shot at early in the round, you just keep it the rest of the round. It's like, have a uh, so I think that it, it also like in my DLT Sabine spam list that I've been running recent, well, semi recently. <laughs> um, I think that this could come into play over the, the combat shield because with the double vigilance, it's essentially going to do the same thing where I'm just with SA going to flip the first one away. And then I'm assuming that she'll just nimble it back because she spends the dodge, right? Yeah. Like, I think this is just a way to access the dodge. Yeah, I, that's what it seems like. Um, so I think I'll probably, I'd probably go with something like prepared supplies over the yeah, combat and the there, way especially with the double. The way ones. nimble is worded, it's you get, after you spend a dodge, you get a dodge. So it's like you can spend right. this, you can spend tokens on this card. So you spend the token on this card and then you get it back with nimble and it goes on your character versus going back on the card. Um, I would think so. Yeah. I mean, it's real good. I think it's a little too expensive to mass spam with rebel troopers, right? Yeah, definitely. Because like at five points, like that, that 10, 15, 20 is going to have to come from somewhere and they don't really have that point. I'm looking at, yeah, like I said, specifically, I'm looking at like Mando's, like I think Mando's really want this card, um, gives them a free dodge when they need it, get out of like essentially get out of jail free card. Mando's have nimble. Um, uh, I like it on. I like it a lot more on the pikes, though, um, which we Agreed. can probably just move on over to because I think we've covered. The, yeah, let's do, let's talk about it. So, so yeah. the pikes are forty points. Yep, they go in all four factions. Yep, we've seen their card. They've got danger sense, but it was super blurry, and we thought it was forty-eight. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was forty-eight. So for, <laughs> I thought it was too. So for forty uh, points, we're getting danger sense two, yeah. outmaneuver, self-preservation, and independent dodge one. Yeah. Uh, stun baton is two whites in melee range one to three one black die and they surge on defense courage one white dice yeah same stat line as the black suns where it's a heavy personnel gear and grenades yeah um independent dodge one really good because they have a white save and they have outmaneuver yep. um putting that cash dodge on them seems really good having an extra dodge because they don't have nimble like rebel troopers they ain't gonna get it back um but danger sense on a courage one unit scares me a bit. Like these guys have to have an answer for that one courage. I don't think you can take them without their. Um... Well, they do. It's a 16 point. Yes, leader, that's right? my point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're getting there. But like, I don't think you can take these guys without it. Like, I just don't. I don't see it. Um, 
with the currently known units, cards, et cetera, that we have, I tend to agree. I think that guy is like, these are essentially 56 point units. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the, because they also have their Pike syndicate syndicate capo, which increases their courage by one and gives them independent surge one. So now they surge on offense. Yep. Yeah. It's really good. One hit. Cause their other heavy weapon. Cause you mentioned the electro whip. Um, that's too red, right? The other, uh, I did not, oh, I thought you I'm sure we talked about yeah. it in the past. Yeah, they have a the Electro Whip is a uh, is like the same as the Magna Guard basically, except it's suppressive instead of a uh, versatile. Because I think the Magna Guard is versatile, right? Um, yes. Yeah, the Magna Guard that has versatile. Um, yes. And this one has not versatile. This one has suppressive, which is uh, really good. It's just pretty good. Um, this guy's ten points, and he has mobilized one. Um, and you can use it at range one or in melee. So. Uh, he seems, it's a thing. Yeah, it seems interesting. These guys are paper people, though. So, like, Dangerous Sense 2 does not hold up a whole lot to large dice pools and pierce. So, like, they're not going to... How it, it doesn't, but it does kind of hold up when you've got outmaneuver and... Yeah, if you're loading available. them with dodges. And these guys can go in every faction. Right. <laughs> um, they get to go in all four factions. Uh, I don't hate it. And they have, like, that dice pool at range one is... a. Uh, or in melee is quite is quite interesting because they get two whites <laughs> right so you're you're talking about like 10 white two red yeah, in melee yeah where cover doesn't matter yep um but let's... but with only one surge going forward that's not going to be a consistent pool correct correct um the what is going to be a consistent pool with a surge though is this p13m disruptor soldier which when we did the first initial spoiler they said this was the gun that had a mobilize <laughs> oh, <fun. laughs> it yeah. actually has impact one yeah yeah so it's a it's range one to four or red and two black dice yeah it's like 24 yeah. points it's an um it, i'm it's, i'm curious to see if like maybe instead of two dlt captains to you could do like two dlt captains two of these guys yeah, it's interesting. You still keep your range four poke. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, and this has impact. Which rebels don't like you know you don't like rebels don't really yeah, have a lot of life impact two per turn is yeah, it's not bad. And it's got a red There's enough. Black. You'll get some use out yeah. of it. Um, seems like a good gun. I'd rather have a DLT because of the critical. I think I'd rather have a DLT, but uh, this is cheaper, right? Because the DLT is like uh yeah yeah. I think DLT is 20. 24 points plus 16 plus 40. Yeah. Yeah, you're looking at it's 80 points for the six man unit. Okay. It's not bad. Seems all right. It's not bad. This is a DLT. <clears throat> I should know this. <laughs> the DLT is actually only 77. Oh. Like, I'd rather have a DLT. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. Um, Probably use them in some other aspects. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I imagine we shouldn't only be talking about Rebels. I'm not like... That's fair. <clears throat> I really like Black Sun is really interesting to me in Empire because Empire doesn't have, like, a red save unit other than, like, I guess Royal Guards that, like, uh, like a trooper unit that can really, like, get in there easily. Like, Scout, you really want Scout Troopers to, like, do that. Because they have all those dice and they have low profile, mm -hmm. but those white saves, like they just melt. These guys seem super sturdy. I want to put them in a lat. <laughs> That's interesting. I want to put I, them in a lat. Yeah. I could see something like two or three of these guys and then two or three T21 storms mm -hmm. have a little bit of a gun line that way. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. We'll see. I don't think you'll see the disruptor show up in CIS too much because it's just not a B1E5S. 
Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, and droids like you either really want that like you really want those corpse all out of your all out of your bag, or mm-hmm. or you're taking B twos. I don't really know right. if these guys. Yeah, I don't think they have a real big place. They're not going to fall into like CIS a slot. Um, and I don't know. I mean, like the the problem with like all the clone lists is that like most clone lists are only taking three core right now. And because like everything's so expensive and they have like, you know, those problems are kind of like relying on Exemplar or Yoda. But these guys like they don't they don't fit that core, that minimum. Like you would love it if they could be your minimum core because they're a lot cheaper um, and they have interesting heavy weapons on their own. But Mm -hmm. like, I don't know. I feel I'm not sure where these guys fit. I guess like we'll see the rules for Shadow Collective one of these days soon, hopefully. Yeah, that'll be that'll be interesting because like scummy lists. Right. Like Gar's filler used to be arcs. Yeah. But arcs did something. And then Gar filler has kind of become like barks yeah. and barks do something. Yeah. I'm not sure these guys do enough to displace Correct. barks in that regard as filler. Correct. Um, we should take we'll a see. second here, though, because we we got the Pike Syndicate Capo card a long time ago. Um, mm-hmm. And we didn't when we got it, we didn't know what factions it went in because they had and the points we still don't know. It's still like redacted on the points here. Um. But uh, it does. There is a keyword up at the top here that says when you would gain an aim, a aim dodge or surge token, another friendly uh, symbol unit at range one in line. I think that's the pike symbol. Yes, it is. Um, So it seems like this guy is going to be really good for supporting a handful of these, like uh, these core in an army. Um, he also has danger sense. He also has independent. So like he can just shovel that independent dodge to somebody else. Like that is true. Um, like that's in danger. You put this guy behind a wall at like range one. Um, and like, you know, your guys who are out there shooting and then they all of a sudden start with two dodges and then maybe they have their cash dodge in their back pocket. Um, and they have their danger sense. Correct. Um, yeah, that'll be interesting. I still don't think that he'll see play in Gar because, I'd assume he oh, he, he replaces the clone commander. Yeah, right. He re- and like I mean, I, I don't, we'll see. Which maybe, yeah. but like that's still going to be tough yeah. because now your phase ones are like totally useless because they can't even fire support. Correct. But yeah, I mean, I assume that the uh, the Vega will be similar to this guy. Hopefully we'll get their cards fully spoiled soon and their points. We can start building like armies or real armies here. Real armies. Um. But we also have a few more uh, actual cards that were spoiled. Um, we got another grenade that will definitely see the Sonic Imploder. Sonic Imploder. Um, they just love giving us grenades. They do. They it's a. Uh, it's what? How many points is it? Five. Five points. Black die. Uh, it is suppressive. One black die. Yeah, I love the art of the scout trooper getting shot at and falling backwards while he's throwing yeah. it. Like he's being suppressed uh, as he's throwing this imploder. Yeah. I mean, um, it's a thing. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it like, I don't think it, I don't think this is the keyword you want at range one. Right. I mean, like, I feel like a unit frag grenades are so much better for a unit that doesn't surge. I'd rather have impact grenades or concussion grenades. Like, right. Like, why would I give up surge crit blast? And they're impact. I don't know. These guys coming in at this thing coming in at, uh, it's five points. Yeah, it's weird because the tabletop admiral has it says it three on three, tabletop admiral, but like the card says five. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's so only it's probably five. Yeah, who knows? It's probably five. I don't know. 
<laughs> Seems wrong. It's it's not going to see play at five points. I don't think it's going to see point play at three points. <laughs> so, no, you're not wrong. I, I would just I yeah. I think the better the keywords you really want are like the the blast or the impact. But yeah, or it's surge crit. Yeah, I'd rather have that. Um, but yeah, I mean it's a card. It's a thing. Um, and then the other upgrade. I think these are all the upgrades that we've had spoiled. We haven't got a lot of upgrades spoiled. Um, uh, Underworld connections. It's got the uh, the Vader and all the bounty hunter art behind it. Uh, you gain allies of convenience. Your army may include one additional mercenary unit of any rank. You can issue orders to friendly mercenary units regardless of affiliation. So, two things. Uh, that seems we don't know how many mercenaries you're allowed to take in an army necessarily. So that's interesting. Um, cause, uh, you know, supposedly all the bounty hunters are changing over to mercenaries. So like, I don't know if you're allowed to take how is that triple bounty? That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> <laughs> I want, and they said cat is coming to empire. So like, yeah, I want to play triple bounty with Callus. That seems super fun. Callus for the uh, obviously the command card shenanigans, right, um, right, right? But anyway, you might not have points for Callus, so it might have to be you do. You officer. do. The rest of the list is garbage. <laughs> okay, okay. Three short, three mortar. <laughs> I think it's like three short, three mortar, and then the bounty hunters and Callus. Um, I mean, so good yeah, stuff. Uh, we don't know. We don't know how many you can bring anyway from the outset. So, but that does seem really good. Like maybe you can only bring three, or like maybe it's restricted by rank, or like you know. Uh, uh, but it all says you can issue orders to friendly mercenary units regardless of affiliation because they said mercenaries can't be issued orders by regular people because I don't take orders from you. Bosks don't take orders from your Imperial officer anymore. <laughs> um, but now you can. It does get 10 activations, actually. Okay. See, we're there. <laughs> Just building it on the side. Um, however, <laughs> this came up in a conversation the other day. Um, this does not ignore the uh, self uh, self-preservation because this specifically says you can be issued orders. It doesn't say that you Ooh, that's, that's a good point. So I think a lot of people and like at first I would have assumed that too. But then when I read it, it's like it's only giving you that one thing that you can issue orders. So uh, self-preservation is still a thing. Can't ignore that. Um, so that's less good with like Commander Vader, yeah, yeah, for example. Yeah. So I think you're still probably. Yeah. I think you're still probably like taking like, you know, if you're taking some black sun enforcers, you're probably going to end up wanting to take that commander anyway, just so you can get them orders when you need to get them orders. Like, I don't know. Um, seems good. And that one's only, that's only a five point upgrade. So. And then we already talked about prepared supplies. Yes, we all did. Right. Cause it was very exciting. Cause of, you know, pikes, all they want, all the dodges. Everybody wants all the dodges. I love it. Um, this is all very exciting. Keep the articles coming. Um, I'm hoping they they've we're, we should be getting a lot of stuff soon. Like they were taking pre-orders at the LGS the other day. Um, oh, really? He was on the phone with um with the Asmodee rep about like ordering. So because like he was like, how many of these do I want, guys? And I was like, I don't know. I think I want at least two. Somebody else was like, yeah, I want at least two. He's like, all right, we'll buy this many. He bought a ton. So that's great. Um, support your local store where you play, guys. Um but I'm very, very excited for all this stuff soon, probably after ACO. But I was gonna, that was going to be my next question. Do we have an estimated date of release? I think it's like June 17th. It's the Friday after Atlantic City because that was like the first thing I saw. I was like, well, it would have been cool if it was the Wild West, but also like all these new rules. So all these new rules questions you need to learn overnight. And like were there t- like somebody pointed out, I think uh, Kravik was talking about it in the discord the other day that like we're supposed to get the actual battle force rules for the main four factions battle forces before this stuff comes out. 
So I don't know how soon before, but like maybe we're going to have like Battle Force Madness at Atlantic City Open. <laughs> you ready for eight B ones? No, I need to buy some more. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> panic. Um, but yeah, that was uh, that's thank you for the preview articles. Very exciting stuff. Um, you want to quickly go over some of the archetypes we think we'll see with them? Yeah, I know we we hit on them. Uh, we kind of like talked about some of their synergies while we were talking about the units, but both of these seem to pair like, especially the enforcers seem to pair nicely with Vader and Krennic. Yeah. I like, I, Oh yeah. Um, I like, I like enforcers a lot in the Imperial army just cause like, I don't know. They just look like that unit that they really want that they don't have. Like snow troopers are good at range one, but they're only really good at shooting. These guys can punch too. It's like, I like, it's like, I dare you to like, you know, yeah, you put, you put something in there in melee that like doesn't have pierce. Like, it's like, I'll just punch them to death. And it's not like snow troopers are even that good at shooting. Like these guys guys are good at shooting. (laughs) These guys are really good. They kind of feel like an amalgamation of like the, the fleet troopers and snows kind of. Yeah. It's like, their fleet they they punch like fleet they hit like fleet troopers at range but like mm-hmm. they save like snows and then they have like right they have like but they say better in snows because yeah. they'll have this independent search one good. yeah and that's what i mean they've got all these extra tricks they're gonna get free aims and they have precise like stormtroopers like these guys seem really good <laughs> they do uh, um i'm curious to see what happens because i think they're a little i think they'll come out at a decent power level yeah if this is all we have but they seem a little overtuned to me yeah, I think that we're banking on that, like, that self-preservation and then being a mercenary unit um, is, like, I guess they feel that that's enough of a, like, uh, negative, like, a drawback to them being only 48 points. But, like, these guys are it, on the higher strikes, end. Of, honestly. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I would say it strikes me like AI. Like, AI is theoretically Yeah, the but when you have a way back, to get around it, it doesn't matter. And these guys, like, yeah. have ways to get around all. Like, it's like, oh, you just Baked take, into their card. Yeah, or you just yeah. spend an extra 16 points and you get, or 18 points and you get that Vigo, or you take your commander and keep him nearby, and here's your courage bubble. Um, yeah. So it's it's real interesting. They it's like I mean, there's no doubt about it. Like if you don't have a commander that has allies of convenience, and I'm like, I mean, that's a valuable slot nowadays. Like that command slot. Like, yeah. um, I, I mean, like if I could if I could take more than six P ones, if I could take my six P ones and three of these guys in CIS, I probably would. Because uh, like, I would consider and that. then I just put it on Kalani, put allies of convenience on Kalani. <laughs> so that's that's actually one slots. of the things i was gonna <laughs> one of the things we talk about like and beat to death and we'll talk about later when we talk uh about our tauntaun discussion um like threat saturation is king in legion yeah and the enforcers are very good on paper of adding to that threat saturation whether we're talking about more up close like maul vader things of that nature or the issue that we've run into i think with the snail tank so far is that a lot of the transport units are very expensive for talking like full BXs mm-hmm. or full B2s, these guys don't quite hit those costs no. and still hit just as hard, if not harder, because of their pierce. So if you could run something like a snail and two of these guys so that one follows it and one rides in the snail, yeah. it might be worth dropping a B1 or even you know dropping to these, 11 or 10 activations to yeah, get that in there. These guys have everything they need for 94 points. That's what it feels like. Yes. They have every and single I, thing they need. They don't feel like they need outside points. support. However, they are, I mean... Uh, a Wookiee, a melee Wookiee versus these guys, I think the melee Wookiee still probably wins. 
Uh, yes. So that's the that's the thing. These guys probably, you know, as long as they don't get stuck at like range two of Magnus for like as long as a Magna Guard unit doesn't get stuck with like taking more than one range shot from one of these guys, Magna Guards win against these guys, too, I think. Um, uh, I think they win the melee fight. Yeah, yeah, they absolutely win the melee fight. It's just if they get shot more than once in the like, you know, eh, they could get in a lot of trouble with that pierce because like range pierces makes them sad, sad. Um, and like Anakin saber throw with a fire support, these guys are dead. Like they're just they're, just gone. they're off yeah. the table. Like in one shot. Like they, there are answers to them that like they're the same answers to things that have already existed. Um, these guys are just really good and we haven't seen something like this aggressively good outside of like, I feel like B2s are really close to this good. They're just a little bit more points in there. Like, you know, a little more fragile there. Yeah. They're yeah. They have that white save. Just a, just a little. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, armor one heavy cover is a drug, but yeah, I mean, oh, so is surging red saves heavy cover. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, really, really cool. I like these guys, like after like these guys are, are all stars. <clears throat> I love it. Uh, I'm not like the pikes look so cool. Um, I imagine when we get rules for the shadow collective, like I'll be probably a lot more excited about playing pikes, but like right now I just don't know where they fit. Like, right. It feels like we know what they do, but not what they go with. Yeah. DLT rebels do it better. I think in that Mm -hmm. faction, Um, you're not taking away from your E five S B ones to put a couple of these guys in just to muddy your order. pull up or potentially muddy your order pull up you will muddy your order pull up um you're not taking these guys over t21 storms or short troopers Uh, if you're taking if you're going to throw in some core in that faction that aren't your storms your shores mortars snows it's probably these guys like these guys it's probably i mean the black sun straight up just replaces like your snow trooper now i think like I think if, so. if you took that heavy snow with the flamethrower, I think like these guys just replace it. It's just like better spent points. Um, and like in Gar, everything's just too expensive for you to load up a core like those that are fragile. right. And the black suns can't even go in Gar. Yeah, correct. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where pikes fit. I don't know. Maybe they fit in shadow. Collective. I'm sure they fit in shadow collective because you, you know, you got your two core options here. I assume mandos aren't also core. <laughs> that would be, I would be shocked. Oh, I can't wait. Hopefully in the next couple of weeks, we got like those guys and Maul to talk. Ah, oh, Maul. I mean, I'm playing Pikes because I'm playing the Maul faction. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. We'll talk about ACO a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so ACO coming up. Um, I'm like working on terrain. I'm hoping to get like a roster from FLG this week so that I can start populating the TTO pages properly. Um, those of you who have signed up, I appreciate that. Um, and if you hear this and you haven't, there's a link embedded in the uh, player packet with the TTO. So sign up for your TTO, and then that saves me punching an email address and hunting you down. Oh, yeah, I need to do that. I think you already signed up. You were like oh. the first or the second. <laughs> it was like I, I actually posted. So it was so yeah, long ago, I don't it remember. Was before, it, yeah, it was before your uh, your government work the last few weeks. <laughs> before the dark times. Before the dark times. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we also, I got a couple of the cards back for ACO. Um, they're pretty fine. I didn't get them back. I have like, he's finished those images. So I'm waiting for the next the couple. Bruce. Yeah. Uh, he finished up the rebel troopers and the storm troopers. So we decided to do, um, some, something that like everybody wants, like, you know, you want 
all our cards. Doesn't matter if they're official or unofficial. Like all our cards are exciting. Um, so we were like, you know, we keep seeing like the characters pop up and like multiple people do different ones uh, of the same character, and that's great. Mm-hmm. But like, you can always use a Rebel Trooper or a Stormtrooper or a Phase One or a B One. Like you're gonna use especially a, these days. Yeah. So it was like uh, we thought like, well, why not do like Stormtroopers, Rebel Troopers, and we're gonna have Phase Ones and B Ones soon. He's working on those now, but he finished up the Stormtroopers nice. and the Rebels, and they look great very happy with how they've come out um and i imagine i'm not like i'm not sure what we're doing with them but they're going to show up at other events too so if you can't make aco like you'll be able to get your hands on them at another event and if you're going to multiple events you'll be able to get your hands on multiples because like i mean maybe you maybe you run six b1s and you want six old rp1s like doesn't everybody so um they also uh they had premium tickets on sale for uh, for Legion and everything else like they do for their GW games. Um, they decided to roll that out, starting with ACO and Lone Star. And uh, they have confirmed that uh, Six Up Supplies got some tokens in there, some special exclusive tokens to the event. Um, I haven't seen them yet. Um, I yeah, I don't think they're I don't think they're public yet. But you've seen Six Up stuff before; it's great. Um, I'm. Uh, I know Keegan has sent sent us some proofs over the last month or so that I don't know if, are, if they're out yet. Yeah, so, I don't know. Um, I can promise they're cool if they're not seen yet. But I believe you can, <laughs> if you didn't, like if you already purchased a ticket and you want to upgrade to the uh, super ticket or whatever it's called, uh, I think it's like a $50 difference and I'm pretty sure that you can email them and they can do that for you and you can pay the difference and like upgrade your ticket. It also comes with like a tournament tray and a little, uh, a little like game mat for the event um, to put or a, a t-shirt. Little, yeah, t-shirt. So feels like it's and i think it comes with some army painter speed paints like maybe a couple of those i'm not sure if it's like one i think it's one based on like the website listing get like yeah and uh one of our buddies was that we were just talking about this actually before the cast uh he said they're they're pretty interesting yeah i saw that i saw some pictures that he did there they're pretty good yeah they seem to flow nicely over like flat surfaces which is one of the contrast yes i think that like I think that like most people are comparing them to contrast paints and that's kind of how I took it. And I haven't used them. I may not ever get around to using them just cause like, I don't really use, I don't really use, I'm pretty stuck in my ways about paint nowadays. Um, mm. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm I hearing they're really I'm good. I'm not going to use them. <laughs> you don't paint anymore. Um, but yeah. Uh, so that's, that. it's a cool, it's a lot. I think it's like, it's definitely sounds like it's worth the uh, event cost for the premium ticket at this point. Um, uh, we're excited. I'm starting to hear from more and more people signing up nowadays. It's like trickling in. I'm um, hoping those numbers keep growing until we get there. I'm so excited. I've got so much going on in my personal life right now. And it's like, I'm super, it's super hectic, but like, I'm not ignoring ACO. I've got so much terrain that I'm like, I'm so excited to like show off all this new terrain. I just got a new table done a couple weeks ago based on the uh, fishing village and Mandalorian. It's a, uh, yeah, that really looks good. sweet. Yeah. Did you do one or two of those? I just did one. They have just so one of that one? I saw so here FLG has some in their uh in their stockpile and like that uh LJ and somebody else worked on. Um and I was like, man, I'm like, that stuff's really cool. And I had bought the files a while ago. I finally got around to doing it. I'm real happy with how they came out. Um but it's uh it was a lot of fun to play on. Um I'm uh Real excited about that one. I got some more. I'm working on a Yavin base table with some X wings and A wings and stuff. That's like literally printed. I got to start painting it this week. Probably I've got a half, I've got a half painted lat on my desk right now that I have like been working, like 
I worked on for three days and like, I've literally only done like shading. <laughs> so, uh, so lazy, so busy, but uh, yeah, exciting terrain. Um, a lot of people are asking about like FLG support for the event. Um, I'm hoping that they are, I'm hoping that they are sending stuff. They're aware of the event. I'm hoping, uh, I don't think we're going to have invites. People are still asking if there's going to be invites at this point. Like I know, um, I would love it. But like it doesn't seem like they're adding a they're adding a lot of like worlds invite events to the calendar based on like you know they have Nova coming up and mm-hmm. we don't expect a lot more so I don't expect it to be ACO so but um uh I know they still have uh coming up much sooner than that is like the Richmond Open um and Rocky Top Rocky Top's probably still sold out um yeah actually though if you are looking for a ticket um DM me because after the last month i have no vacation time available for it so i will be selling my ticket f so uh if you do need a ticket let me know and we'll, uh, i can that sucks. sell that to you for for sticker price um but there's also the richmond open i'm getting ready to send out those uh those things i talked about two weeks ago that i painted for uh legion by the bay which i still haven't shipped out yet oh. sorry nema um they'll be there soon um and then, uh, yeah, like I said, Nova's the next qualifier for sure uh, for Worlds, and that is already sold out. There is some kind of um, wait list, but it sounds like it's like a Hunger Games situation, and it's like first come, first serve. Whoever gets the ticket when it goes up available gets it. Um, yeah, and that stuff goes quick, and their website takes a little bit of time. They sold out in like less than 10 hours. <laughs> they, they almost sold out one of the heats during our local event. Uh-huh, yep. Um, but that was great. Speaking of local events, so just to uh, move right into this, there's been like some really cool stuff happening in Florida in the swamps out there of Tampa Bay. <laughs> um, so I keep hearing about like like all these like I keep seeing posts in the Discord and like everybody sending me these pictures of like all all these like big tournaments they're having out there, like casual like game store tournaments. Like the mm-hmm. store is Critical Hit Games. I think it's in Tampa or it's near Tampa. I keep hearing Tampa, so I assume, you know, I don't know my Florida that well, but <laughs> I know that's where Disney World is. Um, but yeah, so apparently um the guys over uh, I think like Luminous Gaming. Um, they're running like some great events out of a uh, critical hit games in Tampa, Florida. And they recently, like last weekend, they had like a 22 person event and they're getting ready to fill up like another, another big event. Um, it looks like it's about a mile from uh, St. Pete Clearwater yeah. airport. So right near the Bay. Yeah. May, yeah. Okay. And like May 14th, they have their next event, um, uh, called the Daimyo Wars Legion tournament. Um, and they've got only got seven spots. It looks like they've only got a few spots available left for that one. They've got 22 people signed up. Um, they are like, they've got a lot of, they're getting a lot of really cool sponsors, a lot of really cool prizes. Um, the terrain has been like really good. Like I'm looking at their tables and I'm like, I want some of these tables. Like I they've got some cool stuff. Yeah. Um, they're doing a real good job out there. Um, I just wanted to like, uh, I also want to quick talk about their price support Yeah, because their price support is pretty, pretty gross. Yeah, I'm, je- I'm <laughs> to jealous. To put it bluntly, yeah. So um, they basically just about every event. There's two hundred dollars up for store credit from the event host store. In addition to the fact they have kind of this like rotating inventory of prizes that they do for, uh, I think all the events is how it's going to work. There's like X number that they send to each, mm-hmm. but the pool includes like twelve commander expansions, twelve trooper expansions, 
um, free paint fat mats, which are the the six by three neoprene ones, like hot wire cutters, uh, custom dueling lightsabers, and like actual trophies. Yeah. So if you do show up, um, you've got a really good opportunity to get things. There's still more like acrylic tokens and Sabak decks, things like that. Sabak decks. Sabak decks. Yeah. I said that wrong. So their next event is in uh, two weeks, though, uh, May fourteenth. Maybe I'll see how, how cheap flights are. I'm off that weekend and go play Legion. <laughs> What's a cheap flight? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that has disappeared. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, they're doing. Uh, I think the TO is uh, Jordan. Um, yes, he's doing a great job out there. Uh, props to you guys. Uh, keep getting these big crowds out there. Um, and if you do have questions, feel free to tag Luminous Gaming, mm-hmm. um, which I think is Bear Chemist. Yes, on the Discord. Yeah, um, he told us to. His DMs are open for that. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, that's uh. So, speaking of How's other Invader events, League Invader League. Uh, so, yeah. uh, pretty good. I am still. Yeah, you are <laughs> doing the minimum needed to keep that. You moving. are still the TO. <laughs> um, I so it's been a lot of yeah. two AM messages. <laughs> I think I think I'd only played one game two weeks ago when we recorded last, and then I played three more since then, and I've won all three. So that's so it's going good. Uh-huh um yeah i actually uh I'll full disclosure i didn't listen to last week's episode so i'm not really okay. sure what you talked about <laughs> uh i talked a little <laughs> bit about my game with florf and how he beat me um it was okay. a close game um uh i you know i won't i'll let you go back and listen so you can hear about it because everybody else already heard about it <laughs> i played a bunch i played three games i played against i think the night we recorded i played against uh an anakin padme saber list um i won that game um great guy i played against i had a lot of fun um i was i think we played vaps i was able to infiltrate maul right outside of a vap behind a piece of terrain and he had to shuffle his whole army to deal with maul and uh my b1s and everything were just able to just like hit was my that your Raxus game yes yeah the trash yes. the trash planet yeah mm-hmm. um my b1s and magnus were just able to push forward while he was like trying to deal with maul Maul was able to hide and be squirrely as he is usually. Um, He's pretty good at that. Kept Anakin occupied. Um, And then my next game was against uh, uh, Vader, Vader Dubacks, Vader 2 Dubacks, I think. Um, And that was on the Sorgan table, the Sorgan uh, TTS map. And I won that game. That was streamed, I believe, by uh, Hob, Um, Hob Brambjerke. Nice. Oh uh, yeah, that had some crazy KP stuff going on at the end. Yeah, right? so Maul basically he kind of made a mistake and didn't shoot at Maul when Maul had like one wound left or two wounds left, and Maul ran away, and that's why I won the game. Um, if he had shot Maul or if he had focused on Maul and killed Maul, I probably don't win that game because um, I, I just didn't have an answer for Vader anymore. Um, and then I played my third game a couple nights ago, maybe it was earlier last week. Um, feel like it was very recently but i don't uh this was against nick nick is a newer player from um like the illinois area chicago-ish area um he was playing uh this is a terrifying list when i first saw it <laughs> three rebels with z6s uh he had two tons he had three bowcaster wookies with tenacity um it ended up being a uh, bloody game where he he was a little too uh round one i took like range four shots with uh, a couple e5s's and my magnas and i got i think like four suppression on a on one of his tauntauns and three wounds on one so he ran that one away 
and then he wasn't he wasn't aggressive enough with the rest of his army and i was able to kind of just like kill things as they moved in um but like i before his i killed both of his tawns before they got into melee engagement with anything and i think i got like there was another round where i just like killed a wookie that was in the open um it was uh it was it was a bloody game um but i ended up winning that um so i'm three and one i have to play nerfly uh, we haven't scheduled it yet because we're both lazy and busy. <laughs> we're both busy and <laughs> still got a week. And we're gonna probably try and get a streamer for that one because the I think whoever wins that gets that second spot. Because we both I was gonna say you yeah. guys your your elims basically starts now for you two, right? Us. It's like win and go on. Yep. Yeah. So we're so we're congrats on you guys to, to get to eliminations. <laughs> <laughs> um I didn't say the next round, but it's still eliminations. And he's playing Vader and Stormtroopers and a snowtrooper and there's probably an IRG snows, there. Yeah, it's uh it should be a good game. Um we're talking about getting a streamer for it. Uh we haven't scheduled it yet though. Hopefully probably try and schedule it actually after i'm finished recording just because like i think we only have like a week or so left to play these games right yeah i think may 8th is the last day oh okay i got a few days well but yeah my invader league is going well um it seems like uh invader league is going well period sounds like yeah we've uh we've done everything's going along well um i have a couple i guess smaller updates there um with the change in how seating worked this year uh with like head-to-head and points and such um if you have questions about where you're if there's like a weird situation in your group just like reach out to your judge and we'll get that clarified um the website is going to be updated in that like week period between uh regional elims and round robin so if you have questions please ask and we'll get that cleared up but uh we are aware that it's going to be updated awesome and the way that it's going to work for regional elims is uh i can quickly go over like how that that function is going to go um there's going to be 24 advancing players from north america east the top eight players are going to get buys, and then we'll do our Elim cut to top four. Uh, for North America West, it's 16 players advancing, so nobody gets a buy. Um, just go ahead and play. For the EU, there's going to be 14 players that go, and the top two are going to get buys. Um, so I think there's one 5-0, and oh, so that guy is definitely going to get a buy, and then someone else is going to have to duke it out for that 4-1. and one. And then for Australia, this sounds really strange, but I promise it works. So it's 10 players, and the top six get buys. So eventually essentially the bottom four play a play-in game then everyone plays a best of one to see if they get to yeah. uh grand finals yeah so there will be like a two-week gap between the australian um finale and the start of grand finals so I do apologize but you know, if you guys want to play out the rest of your tournament to use that week feel free to but the top four will definitely advance regardless of what happens um so yeah so that's how it's going to work for the playoffs there um as a reminder you will get to change your list after round robin and before regional elims you are stuck to the same faction. So if you started in Gar, you have to stay Gar. If you started Droids, you have to stay Droids. Um, but you can change your list, and there's no restrictions to what you can can and cannot change to within that faction. So, so I don't, if, you, if you like what you've got, stick with it. If you were like, ah, shit, I really messed this up. I need to do something different, and I got lucky to get here. Uh, here's your opportunity. I actually played some Maldooku the other day. Maybe I'll, if I make it, I'll play I'll play Maldooku. Wild. That's take. Wild. <laughs> <laughs> you know what Maldooku are kind of good against though what's that Tauntauns I, which yeah we don't see a lot of these days yeah man it's like it's I I was terrified against that list I'm like this is so many wounds this is so much like in your face melee I didn't know if I was going to be able to handle it 
And it's like, and I was like, we were talking about it. It's like, I don't know why we don't see more of these guys like everywhere. Like they're still really good. Um, they call. Yeah. It, do you want to talk about like specifically what they're good at these days and in, in real, like in relation to the current meta? They're really good. Yeah. I mean, they're really good at like, they're really, I mean, they're obviously really good specifically at like playing bombing run or something like that. Cause they're speed three and they can grab, they can take, you can put a bomb on them to start and they can drop a bomb off. They're really good at disrupting like objective play. Like they've always been really good at just like putting their pinning their ears back and like pushing against you and keeping you like in your deployment zone, specifically against gun lines. They're really good. Um, I mean, they can get to your evaporators before you do. <laughs> yes, they can. Um, and if you don't have an answer, how are you going to like deal with these guys and not just like shoot them? Like obviously, but like you need to like you need to their threat range is so large. And they're really good at getting around terrain. And even though we've kind of shifted a little bit back towards more of that like range for a gunline meta, um, there's still a lot of up close units that are coming and we're talking about these with like the Black Sun Enforcers. Which interestingly yeah. enough, maybe one of the reasons that we don't see more of them because they're red saves and have pierce up close. Yep. Yep. Um what do you find tons are weak to? Uh, high velocity. Um, do we see a lot of that these days? No. I mean, if they get poked with snipers, they get poked with snipers. Like, you, as long as you're keeping them in cover, they can't get cover from suppression and they don't get cover from barricades. But, like, you can, as long as you can keep one of them and, like, you have cohesion to play with that, so you can keep one of them in cover. Better yet, like, if one of them has taken a wound or two, you can throw the... You can throw the like the the one that has taken the wounds in called like line of sight block cover, so then your their sniper is just like poking the other one that's not that's not yet injured, and you're splitting your wounds. Right, like and you can hide them; they're fast enough. You don't have to go that full speed three, and they get all of their actions, and they get to move twice as long as they're not suppressed. So they don't like they're not susceptible. Like it's not like they have to like oh I can only move once because I need to shoot this turn. They're relentless, and they also get two dodges from moving twice. So like each time they move, there's no reason for them not to always move twice. Um, as long as they're, they're, not also, they're also like relatively good sniper hunters. Yes. Cause of that speed and their, their range pool is really good at like sharpshooter one with four red dice at surge. Yeah. That's pretty good. It's like, yeah, they're exceptionally good at like killing small things that are in cover. Um, small things like smaller unit sized things like that. The, those double pistols aren't really like B ones aren't really afraid of four red dice sharpshooter one if they're in heavy cover like you're they're going to take wounds but like there's still a whole like four of them left afterwards you still have half your squad left yeah um, so do you think B ones are one of the reasons the one of the primary reasons that we don't see them at this point because they match up kind of poorly against them because they just take so long to kill so because I have my own theory I don't think that I don't think B ones are a real good deterrent for them. Um, just because like the Ram one is still really good. And if you have that whole unit that gets in there, they're probably going to get six hits, like six hits slash crits after, like after their mods, if they don't have like Mm -hmm. an aim and if they have tenacity triggered, that's like, they're going to hit for seven probably. And that's like a whole unit to be once. So I'm not, I actually think they match up okay against them. Um, not like obviously them ignoring the fact that like when, creature troopers run you over you get a suppression so they be one sort of ignore that to an extent so 
that's not very good against B1s, that aspect, but I think the like the melee pool is still pretty good against them. It's still pretty consistent. I always felt like it was pretty consistent when I played them. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree there, but I think one of the things that B1s enable is like high activation spam and then they also enable Magna Guard spam that can wait till after the taunts go. Sure. So the taunts unless the B1 player makes a mistake, the taunts struggle to actually wipe the B1s and then they're kind of just left hanging there for like, you know, the Magna to come in later. Yeah. Because they don't exactly deal well with Magna Guard and melee or Jedi and melee or even Wookiees in melee. Correct. I also think that um the I'll say more prominent emergence of some of the more Kashyyyk defenders, the range three Wookiees um, has also kind of kept Tons out of the meta a little bit because that range three Pierce sharpshooter one does a lot of the same things that we just talked yeah. about with Tauntauns, um, but it hits one range band further. Mm-hmm. Correct. And as we've seen, it's really easy to put scopes and offensive push and electro binoculars in the list and really just charge those guys up so that they're throwing six to seven hits every time. Yeah. I... I feel like a lot of the I feel like one of the reasons that we don't see them as much anymore is the uh, the emergence of like Magna Guards and melee Wookiees are so good and they exist in three different factions um, and they are like they don't Tons don't match up well against those guys in melee um, like they're going to spend their dodges, but they only have two and then they're going to lose model and then, you know, they're not. And once they're in melee, they're not like when they first released, like the creature trooper rules were dumb and they got to just right. run around in circles again. Uh, now they have to, they still, they still get to move out of melee freely, but they only get to do that once and they don't get to go fast. So they don't trigger their Ram. So that like that initial, like out quote unquote alpha strike really needs to hit hard. Um, yep. So it's a lot more um, it's, they're not, they're not a timing neutral thing. Um, they have to be like, you have not to have anymore, at least. Yeah. They used to, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it used to be like, if you got them in there with full health, like, uh, game's over. But now it's like, well, they don't, they're not going to get very far after they get in there unless they kill what they hit. And then if they kill what they hit, they're, you know, going to get shot to pieces. Um, yeah. And we, we just talked for a while about how the pikes, uh, are really good when they have their dodges in there and cover. Well, just like pikes without dodges and cover tons are white sapiens. Yeah. Yep. Right. Um, they, they enable a lot of, they like taunt, like a good, a good, like a few units of tauntauns can enable a lot of other things to really thrive though. Like, especially like they've always been really good at like helping R2, like not, not actually helping him, but like, basically like you have to deal with this threat over here. So you can't, put your resources on this side of the table. Uh, they said indirect yeah, distraction. Exactly. And they want those same, the, they want the exact same deployments that R2 wants. They want disarray because you want to just like, especially like, you know, back in the old days, you had an HQ uplink on one or two of them. And like, you want to put mm-hmm. them in that other deployment zone and just flank like, or you want battle lines or you want advanced positions to scout them forward. Like you want those, those are the same deployments R2 wants. Um, on the like on the other hand well what were you were you going to add to that yeah so yeah. i was going to say so one of the recurring themes that i think we've seen with i'll say modern ton lists like an invader league so far is they come equipped with like a four to five point bid mm-hmm. and you said that they're really good objective harriers and they're good harassers mm-hmm. do you think that there's some play to taking something like a 10 to 12 point bid and stacking your battle deck with them yeah because then you can do that yeah. right you might not have the 12 activations you used to, but you probably still get to 11. Yeah. And 
like the other thing that like you look at like we were talking about them playing bombing run they're really good at that they're also really good at breakthrough and they're better than speeders mm-hmm. at breakthrough because they don't have a compulsory move um so they can literally wait until the end of the game they don't you, you don't have to move them like they can sit behind a piece of line of sight blocking terrain until they need to like move somewhere else whereas like you can't leave a stab there it's got to move somewhere you've got to leave room for it um they all I feel like they support like naturally I think they support Mandalorians really well too because like if you have like a force of like three tons and two Mandalorians like uh, you're gonna be able to like really harass any objective like the Mandos can get recover the supplies and the tons can like literally chase down the, the opponent's safe boxes while your naked rebels just sit back there and grab your safe boxes um does that fit it does. <laughs> I'm looking at a list with uh, two Mando <laughs> resistance with best cads and situational awareness. Three tawns. One of them has an HQ uplink. One, they all have tenacity. Two of them have hack comms units. Hack comms units is also something yeah, that could be an interesting come play. out more recently that seems super interesting on tauntauns. Um, We've seen it with uh, yeah. with Dubacks a few times. Yeah, um, but with two with two units of tawns, yeah. you can spread that cohesion bubble and get that get that even better three naked rebels r2d2 and leia with improvised orders and vigilance and you and you're coming in at 786 you're you How have patience is that it's 10 10 okay um i mean you could trim upgrades you could take a best cat off yeah. and you could get to 11 if you really wanted to but like this list and i mean i think you you have you have points here you probably you might like you have almost enough points to put the rockets on both mandalorians here um, if you drop like improvised orders, you do, and you just don't bid and you just play whatever objective you want. Cause the Mandos yeah, are, I think you want the, I think you want the bid there. You do. Cause you don't want to play hostage. This list still right. probably doesn't want to play hostage, <laughs> especially against like hostage. Honestly, it auto loses against a force user on hostage. Um, which are the only ones that are going to bring hostage. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you take this aggressive bid here and you play like it, you can play whatever objective you want, except for hostage. If you play recover the supplies, the Mandalorians handle that center box for you. Like they just they handle it and you just send your tawns after the safe your opponent's safe boxes. And mm-hmm. then, you know, our two scores our two score secret mission. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like it's like a heavy objective skew. Um, everything is sort of like these units on their own are vulnerable. Um, they really need each other to like, you really, like if you get, if you lose a ton before you get your other tons in there, you're probably in trouble. Um, yeah. a really bad save against Mandalorians feels bad all the time. <laughs> um, I think one of the other things that we haven't talked about yet, um, is they're super susceptible as well to orbital strike, which is in like literally every single CIS list except for, like, yeah, two. the sharpshooter to, uh, yeah, the sharpshooter to. Orbital strikes oppressive is bad. Yep, that's for sure. Especially because that's going to hit early before the Tons mm-hmm. have dodges. They're also pretty susceptible to uh, uh, air support. I would think too. That's true as well. Because you like you're going to lose, you're going to take two wounds probably to each one of your Tons if they're not completely in line of sight. Like if you're playing against like a list that you know has that, you probably make sure that like they don't get they don't get shots on all of them if they get the air support off, like you can do that usually reasonably well. Um, but yeah, the, the droid suppressive, uh, is probably losing a model. Um, if you don't, you know, but that's scary land. Nobody likes that. It is. Nobody wants to lose their Tom before it gets in. Right. Right. Speaking of history, if you were, 
if you were trying to uh, to make like a competitive ton list at this point, do you think you'd start more with like a Wookiee slash Mando skew or more of the traditional like Sabine ton idea? I would probably play them with other like other beefy units and just load up. Like other fast those. moving. Yeah, like load up yeah. those like two or three tons and the two or three special forces and then a little bit of light support behind that with R2. That's what I would do. So- 100%. Oh man, I was just going to ask you about Tons and Black Sun Enforcers if that doesn't work because they're no, not they don't get to play together. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. There goes that uh, topic of discussion. Is dead. <laughs> dead. Oh man, we're just really excited for Black Sun Enforcers. Uh, they are interesting for sure. Ah, uh, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, and like to be fair, we're having this conversation about like why don't we see more Tons? I don't even own them anymore, so, um, which is weird to say, but, um. Yeah, they're still real good. Um, Unfortunately, mine are either half painted to a very poor standard or unpainted, but built, so they're not exactly sellable. Sure. <laughs> um, so uh, let's, let's end with a couple like hot yeah. takes. Sure. What's going to be the most impactful unit that we've seen so far? Like, what what build do you think is going to be the most impactful? build of the black sun slash pikes in the not not talking about what potentially we could see with shadow collect because we're not we don't know the rules we're not speculating on that that's why this is a hot take okay of of the two of like the eight things that we know now which one is going to be on it's going to be the scattergun uh vigo black sun but what's your next one (laughs) what's your next uh is is there another question oh i was oh go ahead what's the worst combo going to be of like that's a an actual build not i'm gonna throw all the points together for it oh um i mean i'm not optimistic that the whip pike is gonna be able to like get in there without investing serious points yeah Um, i think the whip pike's gonna be the worst one we probably assume that like the since the a5 has like a uh new card for mercenaries that you can probably take it in the shadow collective um, and that the idea is that you're going to load those guys up and they're going to just jump out and whip it good. <laughs> they're just going like, to jump out with their whips. But why aren't you taking Black Suns with scatter guns instead? <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be my question always. Like, why those guys just spend more points and do that instead? It's just so much better. Yeah, I think the the grenade guy with frags and the capos or the capo is going to be the best one. Just because it saves you saves you 14 points per black sun you mean you're gonna, the vigo yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it seems i think that's gonna be the best that's build. fair oh uh, it's super scary and it's also a lot cheaper and I it's just, cheap i love pierce it's cheap. i love pierce and yeah form. the pierce is real good Maybe. and that range too is real good yeah. but we'll we'll see that's why it's a hot take right that's yeah i guess I mine's not really gonna, a hot take but i think the whip's yeah. gonna be pretty bad um all right well amg please give me my my mall please Please I'm super excited to see the the Mando. Yeah, super, I mean Imperial Commandos or something Imperial, like that. Yeah, uh, Super Commandos. I think. Yeah. yeah, I can't wait for them too. I wonder how different they're going to be from Rebel Mandalorians. Like, I wonder if they still have nimble. I'm kind of nervous that they're just going to be Rebel Mandos, but what the card should read. <laughs> like you know, ten points cheaper, maybe an extra keyword. We'll see. <laughs> I mean, I wonder. If, yeah, I, I, they have to have. I mean, jumps, the best guy should be ten periods. points cheaper. Playing around, let's be real. Probably, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for all of that. I yeah, want to see. Me my mall. too. It'll be. It'll be fun. I want to see my dark saber mall. Please. Any final thoughts? 
No, um, I mean, uh, real excited. Hopefully, we'll have a lot more to talk about in two weeks, uh, some more previews. Um, hopefully, we'll be able to get Keegan back in two weeks. Um, one day, we'll all be recording together again. It'll happen again. Well, I don't know, man. We're about to move into the summer. That's when it gets tough. Yeah, I know. I know. Kids. I, <laughs> I'm i always around. I don't have kids. What's that? <laughs> you don't have kids either. <laughs> At least you have a dog, though. Yeah, <laughs> I do. <laughs> now, all right. Um, good luck with every uh, everybody's last week for Invader League. Yep. Um, should be fun. And check it out. We'll, we've got more Adepticon lists coming up for uh, Turn Zero lists. I think that'll be on Wednesday. Which I can finally drop on time now that I have access to my phone during the day. Nice. <laughs> yeah, because I've been, I've been real smart. I, I've been uh, getting things set up like over the weekend. So I'll get everything preloaded, ready to go. I can drop it from my phone so I don't have to do it from my PC. And then I forget about it. Yeah, I remember so, the one way. day you're like, oh, yeah, I've got it ready to go. We're, and then you forgot about yep. it. It's like, oh, it's four o'clock. Yep. Like, totally oh, forgot. I forgot. <laughs> I parked and I was like, ah, oh, shit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so that'll get back on our, our regular schedule there. Sweet, sweet. I've got some catching up to do on turn zero list. So, yeah. And check out those Tampa events. Um, yeah. Like I said, we got one in two weeks. Yeah. Only got a couple spots left. They usually have like a four man wait list. So sign up if you're interested, man. Yep. Or woman. All right, everybody. See you at ACO. Enjoy your day.